Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Embracing Chaos podcast. Today, I cannot wait to share with you my interview with Allison Ivan. She is a dear friend and she talks so much about finding our identity in Christ. It's a good one today, guys. Here it is. Hello, Allison. I'm so excited you're here with us today. How are you? Hi, I am pumped to be here. I'm honored that you asked me when you reached out. I was thrilled. I saw that you were starting a podcast and you had so much to share. So I'm, I'm pumped. I'm ready to go. Yay. I'm so glad you could do this. And a little backstory for people who don't know me is I, when I moved here to North Carolina, I was going through all the cancer stuff, didn't really know anybody. And, um, one of my husband's friends from medical school back in Colorado told us about this girl that could help that just moved here for her husband's residency, different programs, but same hospital. And, I finally just really needed somebody and I immediately texted you and I was like, hi, my name's Nicole. I have a pretty psycho story. Will you help me? (laughs) I was like, sure. I had just, I had no friends and my girlfriend who went to school with your husband reached out and said, Hey, this girl, she, she needs some help. She's got this boy. (laughs) And I was like, sure. And her three boys are, if you haven't met them, they're the cutest thing ever. They're so sweet. And I mean, I'm them. biased, but thank you. <laughs> so thankfully, Allison like totally stepped in and I literally don't know. There's a few people. I mean, obviously there was a ton of people that helped during that time, but there are a few people like you that I could not have gotten through because you came for so many appointments so much during that treatment week. I mean, so much so finding you like a sandwich putting it like by remember that i know because no one could be by me <laughs> you like texted like can you put can you get the sandwich in front of the door and i was like okay so i put the sandwich by the door and she'd get it and put the plate back. <sighs> it was really cute it's like thank you so much because i didn't want you near me i don't want you to get any yeah, right. i don't know radioactive waves or whatever <laughs> Okay, so tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do, Allison. Okay, so my name's Allison Ivan. I'm originally from Colorado. Uh, Nicole and I discovered we actually lived in the same neighborhood. Which was so weird. (laughs) Um, So I'm from Colorado. I love the outdoors. I met my husband at Grove City College, which is in western Pennsylvania. We both studied biology and started dating there. A few years after that, we got engaged and got married. We both moved to Toledo, Ohio, which is where my husband Sam is from, and he went to medical school there, and I went to physician assistant school. If you don't know what a physician assistant or a PA is, it's basically a healthcare provider that serves um, kind of alongside a, a physician or a doctor, and, and they help take care of people. You know, they can see patients, prescribe medicine, um, order tests, so they sort of work alongside doctors, similar to a nurse practitioner. Um, So I was in PA school. He was in medical school. We had a a wonderful community in Toledo. The time came for us to match, which in medical terms means you decide where you're going to go for your residency. And we matched in Charlotte, North Carolina. So we moved there 
about I moved here, I guess, about a year ago in June. I know. Can you believe how fast it's gone? It's been crazy. Right? <laughs> I'll, I'll say more later, but I didn't know anyone. I know. <laughs> I was like, what's going on? Um, but we had we moved here. We, we really like Charlotte. It's been um, an adventure. Sam is a urology resident, so he's in his first year. And I'm currently an ear, nose, and throat physician assistant here in Charlotte. I've been a PA here at my current job for about September, so maybe six months. I think. Yep. Yep. Sam and I love uh, the outdoors. We love hiking. We love backpacking and camping, and we just enjoy spending time together. I we love that. We do have a cat. But no. Yes, I was gonna say, don't forget about that cat that you got. <laughs> And you know, I really want to do camping. So I need to tell, you need to tell me a good spot for all the boys. I could probably do one night though. That's it. (laughs) And I will, I'll help, I'll help watch them. You and Andrew can just chill and make s'mores and I'll take Sam and I'll take the boys out. Oh my gosh. That'd be so fun. Okay. Done. Um, I know that it's been an adjustment for you to be in Charlotte and just having such a close community back home. Also like not having kids and then all of a sudden having a husband that's gone all the time and residency and it's just a lot and looking for a job. So with, because I know all these things, tell us about some of the trials that you have faced in the last few years or even just the last year that has really helped shape your view of God. Oh, great question. I love this. So like I said, we moved to Charlotte in June 2019, and kind of as a backstory, you know, looking at my life, I had always had goals to meet. I was going to go to college, and when I was in college, I decided I wanted to go into the healthcare profession, and, you know, getting into the grad school was really competitive, so I would need to get really good grades and, and do all these things and, and check all the boxes, and then there's a certain, you know, you want to look accomplished. You want to look like you know what you're doing, and so in college, I checked those boxes, and I got into PA school. That was the next step. And then, you know, in PA school, it was, okay, do it all over again. Get the good grades and meet all those requirements and, and just go for it. Work really hard and get to that end goal, which was graduation. I graduated in December 2018, and, you know, the next goal was pass my certifying test. Check, done. Um, get a North Carolina license, because we found out we were moving in January, because urology matches in January, the rest of um, medical specialties really match in March. So I kind of even had a little bit more of extra time. So I started job searching right away. I mean, I was looking on the websites, I was calling people. Okay, great, I'll get this job. This is what God wants. Everyone's gonna see that I'm this put together. Amazing PA. (laughs) (laughs) Sort of revealed to me in this process that my identity had been so heavily placed Mm. my accomplishments, how I wanted to be perceived. I wanted to be seen as successful. And then kind of second fold, so we moved to Charlotte in June. And like you said, I had this great community in Toledo, wonderful friends. We had a great network of people, family there. And we moved to Charlotte and I knew no one. I mean, just me. It was this combination of loneliness, you know, not having these friends that, you know, I was with and that defined me and then not having a job. You know, I was that the PA student for so yep. long 
And God really used this period of probably May, June, July, August, September to just strip away everything that prevented me from putting my identity in him. Yeah. And it was, it was hard. I mean, I cried cried like weekly, just, just so frustrated because I had had done it all right. Right. Even talking about it now, it just sounds very prideful and at the time I didn't consider, I was like, I can do this. Yeah, I, I got this. Yeah. this. Yeah. And I mean, it took the Lord just literally slowing me down, bringing me kind of humbly down and saying, listen, like I have given you these things, not for you to, to put your identity in them, but for you to love people through this. Mm. And there was such sweet freedom found when I yes. all of the need to control my life. Yeah. And I let go. And when Sam, literally, Sam, you know, married or not married, you know, finding a partner that um, helps you see the Lord better is huge. And Sam has been that for me. He's so wise. And he sat me down. He said, what is the worst that could happen? I said, I don't get a job. He's like, okay. Then God doesn't want you to be a PA. And it was, and it was really hard. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> You're like, um, bad question. <laughs> like well wait what and he wasn't okay but he's like that's your fear right fear is that you're not going to find a PA job and yeah all that you know he's like you have to let that go Hmm. it was just so beautiful when I let go of all these things that were preventing me from seeing God as my primary Hmm. and it's terrifying to let go of it is it's oh my gosh, it's like, well, this might not go how I want to go. Yeah. But God is is ultimately in control. And throughout this whole period, I would hear this quiet voice that would just mm. say, trust me. Trust mm. me. And I got sick of it. I was like, I don't want to trust yeah. <laughs> No. <laughs> I don't know what that means. And, <laughs> I, and so through the process, God stripped everything away. And, and by the end of it, um, and by no means is it like a one-time thing. It's definitely a process. Oh, of course. Um, but it was just this beautiful freedom when I was able to let go and say, okay, God, I can't do this on my own. This doesn't define me. I trust you. I'm letting go. Hmm. So freeing and so sweet to just rest in knowing that my identity isn't what people think of me. You know what? Sure. I'm the girl that didn't get a job. I'm the girl yeah. that had it all together but actually really doesn't so when you find before you find that freedom in Christ there's usually a main reaction like for you was it that sadness or was it anger like what was or was it just flat out fear I was super angry okay um I just was angry because I thought I deserved it Hmm. again and and I had a wonderful pastor at, at our church back in Toledo who said that sometimes emotions are the warning light on your car dashboard that something's not quite right because you're experiencing and this kind of plays out now as I've sort of learned this lesson yeah and there are moments when I get anxious about something or frustrated or fearful am I trusting the Lord so going back to your original question, I was very angry and frustrated. Yeah. I just felt defeated. I felt like, I, you know, I, sh- I, you know, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. I right. Right. Call, call more offices. 
send in more. I think I redid my cover letter probably 17 times. Oh my goodness. I was applying to all sorts of jobs. You're like, this is happening. <laughs> and yeah, I was so frustrated. And finally, the Lord just was, you know, he said, you need to let go. You need to, to stay that way. Because so often it's like, okay, I'm going to let go. And then I'm going to grab it. Right. Here you go, God. Just kidding. I'm not, I don't really trust you. And it, it was several, you know, almost letting go and then grabbing on until finally I let go. And I just walked away. And I said, if I don't get this job, I don't get this job. And it's funny because I actually applied in August to work at a, re a clothing store, a clothing retail store. Um, and because I said it's been three months, been four months, five months, and I don't have anything. And I'm, I'm at home driving myself insane. I don't, <laughs> you know, good. You know, you, you'd think that some of that time was good, but God was like, just trust me. Just trust me. I was like, hey, I'm going to go work at this clothing store. Um, and I, I literally went in, interviewed, got the job, and had, like, my training session a week later. So I walk in and, you know, went through the whole training. We had to put our phones in a locker. And I literally get to the car, and there's a voicemail on my phone. And it was the hiring manager at my current job. And she said, hey, Allison, we saw, we saw your resume. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and in the car promise like yeah me. and you know I worked at the, the clothing store for about a month and a half and you know through that time went through several interviews and I got the job and I mean I was I like wept yeah I bet oh my goodness <laughs> excited and ecstatic and the Lord had promised to be faithful it was a season of really just me being humbled to hear how prideful I was. And it, and it almost kind of ties into the lessons I'm learning now that what I do doesn't define me, whether I'm seen as capable or incapable, you know, I show up, I love people, I, I work hard and that's, and I, and I let go of the need to, to be accepted by these people. You know, I think everyone struggles with, this need to feel good enough. Yep. And I've learned to kind of say, I mean, I'm by no means I'm there. It's a choice. It's a daily choice. Yeah, it really is. And I want to go back to that pride thing. Cause I think sometimes I know we're, we've talked about the Enneagram and how much I hate it and then I love it and you know, whatever. Yes. And you have helped me with that. <laughs> And been more like, okay, I can do this. <laughs> but I think one of the things we both relate on is that justice-driven personality. And a lot of times that seeps into us believing that there is right and wrong, good and evil, black and white. If you do this, this happens. If you love God, this will happen, this, this, and this. And so it's very much like, we we're not very good at like the gray part of the stripping of our identity is so much of finding that wholeness in him and it's like this reverse it's like this reverse world that we're living in with the lord and it's like oh you're supposed to give up everything but then you gain everything but you're being completely stripped of everything, but then you feel enough. Like, what is this? But it's true. And it's so hard for 
people like us that are black and white to just like even understand this? <laughs> oh, I mean, I identify as a one on the Enneagram and, you know, the ones in, in we just, there's that justice mm-hmm. and we have very strict rules that we place on ourselves that we expect other people to live up to. You want to be in control. You want to say, if I do this, this is going to happen because right. I deserve it because according to my code of performing I, I should get that yeah and, and so you're right it's this strange paradox that when you when you lose your life you gain it which is something Paul says in, in you know Paul in the New Testament he just talks about how when we as Christians decide to let go you know when, when you let go of everything that you put your worth in right accomplishments you know achievement motherhood right parent anything yep everything, you know and there's I mean the list goes on and on money job looks parenthood when you give it to the Lord and he replaces it with your knowledge that you are a child of God mm-hmm. and you get all of his promises that he is faithful and will not abandon I mean the verse um, I think it's in Matthew, it talks about how, you know, that if your child asks for food, you wouldn't give someone who asks for bread a rock. If your child asks for fish, a serpent, you know, so then your father in heaven wishes to give you good gifts. You know, that, that freedom of letting all those other things, kind of the Lord pulling them away from me and, and resting in the knowledge that the ch- I'm a child of the Lord, that weight falls off. You know, I don't need to worry about what people think of me. You know, I don't need, to, and, and it, and I find these moments where I'll do something and I'm like, oh, like that was so stupid. And I can still yeah. feel dumb a lot. Yeah. You know, I'm six months into my first job and I feel dumb all the time. You know, I'm learning a lot. And when I feel, whenever I feel dumb, I ask a question and I should have known the answer. And I come home and I'm super discouraged. And, you know, Tim's like, what are you, why, why are you discouraged? You know, this doesn't define you. Right. Your failures, your your mistakes, that doesn't define you. I mean, obviously you learn from them, you grow from them, and the Lord uses them. But, you know, who we are is, is fully dependent on him. And it's just amazing and to, to rest in and just yeah. finding time to remember that sometimes when life is crazy, you know, especially now with all. Right. <laughs> like, oh, my gosh. Do you feel like you would be like where you are now? in your life if it wasn't for your relationship with Christ? Oh my gosh, no. No. I mean, I look back at this season that was really hard. There was a lot of loneliness. There was a lot of confusion, a lot of frustration. I mean, I feel like I've grown so much. This is strange to say, but it's almost been, well, not almost, but it has been wonderful to experience the depths of the Lord's grace and his peace and his presence because I feel like it takes really hard stuff to to be in a place where your heart sometimes is soft enough to receive that yes I have such a special place in my heart for people who have gone through really really hard things (laughs) which sounds so bad But I I mean, yeah, I have, but so have you. So has like everybody, you know, and their own, you know, stories. It's it's so beautiful. So yes, the answer to the question is my life has been radically changed by the Lord. When I was in high school, he like 
grabbed onto my heart and hasn't let go. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I was this, your, your little Christian, you know, girl grew up in a Christian home. Yay. Yeah, I know me too. <laughs> and, um, you know, it was great. I, I you know, I, I think I, I had a very surface level relationship. And then my junior year of high school, I went on a retreat and read a verse in James about drawing near to the Lord and he'll draw near to you. And it just like shook me. I mean, it's, it yeah. like, wait, you can have a personal relationship, you know, what? you can talk to them. And, you know, as I've walked through challenges in my life with friends, you know, friendships that have kind of um, gone separate ways and moves and, you know, family members getting sick, you know, it's the Lord has always been that rock. And, yep. and I don't know where I would be without him. I know me too. And I feel like for even this last year for you, I mean, so it's just been a huge year for you, just spiritually, your growth, like who you are. I mean, I don't know. I felt like even when we both just met each other, I mean, we were so broken, you know, in our own ways. Leaving what was familiar. Yeah. I mean, you had your whole world in Colorado. I had my world in Ohio. It brought us to Charlotte and it, you know, it was an adventure and sometimes adventures are exciting and then sometimes they're terrifying. Yeah, no, this year has been hard for sure. It's been a, it's been a, a very hard year, you know, but I think like you were saying, I think you find the Lord's grace when you're on your knees, just crying out for him. And yeah, yeah he, he is provided in ways here. I'm doing a podcast with this girl that I met. It's <laughs> <laughs> a Charlotte. She's like, Whoa, be friends yay yay and you can't always see it always and sometimes you don't even hear him Mm -mm. yeah and it's choosing to to trust and rejoice in the moments when you can't see or hear him too that's been really hard to learn as well so what would you say to women who are walking through like some of these really hard things right now yeah I would say first thing is I would find other women that you respect and trust. And I know that that's easier said than done sometimes because it can be hard if you've moved or if you're feeling alone. Um, But I think I found a lot of support in other Christian women who I literally go to and I'm just say, Hey, listen, I'm struggling. Can you pray for me? Can you please just send me a Bible verse? I'm having a hard time. And so I would say find some women or, or reach out to your friends and just ask them for prayer. There are times when, you know, this past season, I would send texts to my, my girlfriends. Some of them are in Toledo and the girlfriend who actually connected us. Um, she's one of my dear, dear friends and she's very wise. And I sometimes will text her and say, Hey, can you just you know, pray for me or I'll yeah. call her or I'll go up and visit her. And she just pours wisdom into my heart and I've learned to just listen and accept it. The second thing is to hold on to what you know to be true. Yeah. You know, even when life is just awful and crazy and there's mm-hmm. things that I haven't gone through, you know, I'm, I don't have kids yet. That's a whole nother journey that I'm excited for, but there's also a lot of what ifs in that journey. And yeah. Looking at my friends who've had kids and, you know, no matter what stage you in God, the stage you are in, God's promises are faithful. God promises to be faithful. And something I've learned is like I was saying earlier, just holding on to the truth. 
just yeah. holding on to it tightly and and choosing this was a big one for me is just choosing to believe that God is good, that he loves me and that he is sovereign. Yeah. In control. And you know, and I'm doing that right now kind of with the corona stuff. I mean, it's scary. I mean, it's it's something we don't understand. Yeah. Every every night I'm sitting there, I'm like, all right, God, I'm gonna choose to rejoice in you. I'm gonna choose to believe that you're good. I don't really know why this is going on, but just please be with me and, and give me that peace and encouragement. And so I would say you know, finding other women that you believe in and support and remembering that your worth is in the Lord. Yeah. You know, like you mentioned earlier, there are so many things how you look, how, how your body looks, your fitness level, your parenting, number of kids, and, and all of that, your job, your family, your partner. I mean, none of it defines you. It doesn't. Nope. It, it's part of, part of you. It's part of your life. But like once you put your worth in the Lord alone, it's so freeing. It's, but it's freeing because it is. when you, you come before the Lord, a child of God, and and you are filled with his purpose and his presence, which is just, it's awesome. Well, and it's not us and our kids and our family and all our friends and all that on judgment day. It is our personal relationship with Jesus now and forever. Everything we have, all those friends, all those wonderful family members, all the kids, all the whatever. It's like, I mean, even our spouse, of course. Everything is a gift and a blessing. And when we see it that way and thinking, gosh, I will always choose that you are faithful and I will always choose that you are good, like you said, is something that I personally have to do a lot. <laughs> yeah, every day. But okay, like I'm going to trust you. And you have to think the opposite. Like, what is the other option? if you don't believe and you don't say God is good and faithful, because that never ends well for me personally. It just goes to, I go to a very dark place once I go in that like rabbit hole, you know? You know, all those other things are transient. Yeah. You know, even the good things, I mean, they'll, they're, they're not always going to be there. Friends and, and spouses will disappoint and people yeah. will hurt you and, and, your identity, if you put it in those things that are transient, it, it, they're going to break, yep. you know, career's going to end, you know, things are going to happen that you can't control in when you put your, your worth in those things. And so, um, like you're saying, it's going to have, for me, it's like, I have to choose every day to trust that God is good and that he loves yep. me and he loves even when I don't understand it like it's it's a hard choice and some days I don't and and it's this anxiety and fear and like I said it's that little warning light on my dashboard like hmm why am I feeling anxious why am I oh yeah so-and-so said this to me today and it made me think that they think I'm not good enough and this spiral and you just have to take a step back and say okay not not gonna go down that path not today satan I saw a shirt like that and I showed Andrew and he was like, please don't buy that. <laughs> I want to go. You're just like, today. I know. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. 
spoiler alert, I don't have that shirt. I was just, I saw it online. <laughs> I feel like we could talk forever about all these things, especially feeling not enough. So maybe you'll just have to come on again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why not? But we do always end the show by giving you a few minutes to share what you're passionate about or if there's anything you're working on just so we can stay connected to you. Um, let's see, passionate about, I don't know, I'm really passionate about empowering people in a way that sounds kind of weird, but that's kind of why I went into the medical field. I chose to be a PA because I wanted to bring people peace in Mm -hmm. moments of hardship. Um, my grandmother passed away from brain cancer a few years ago and my Mm. dad is a, he's a, he's a physician and I saw how a lot of my family members just would ask him questions and he was able to sort of give them a lot of peace by saying yeah. this is what's going on this is the kind of test you get in um and they're like oh okay that makes sense and so i wanted to give people that sense of peace yeah. and so i i'm really passionate about um educating people on uh, medicine and you know healthcare and their bodies yes and, um, <laughs> how to take care of yourself um you know and, and asking questions when you go to the, the doctor, asking questions and wanting to know the, the real answers and, you know, the, the answers that have been proven and have reasoning and science behind them um, so that, that you feel prepared. So that's kind of one, one part of it. And so on the other hand, I really love um, building relationships with like, women and kind of empowering women to find, um, to find Jesus in a way that allows them to ask questions and be vulnerable and be open and so um just help them to find and grow in Jesus and give them a place to to learn and discover so I really love Mm. um, connecting with people and and sharing you know a little bit of my story with them and yeah um, reaching out you know to them and so right now just kind of working and um like I said I'm brand new to my job so just still discovering a lot of what it looks like to be a PA. Um, we, we have a wonderful church that we love here in Charlotte. And, and so that's been fun kind of plugging into some of the community here and getting to know some of the girls are great. Um, I feel like we've been really deep for a long time. So I'll, I'll share something that's just. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> I, I, we shared this earlier. Sam and I love traveling and camping and hiking and backpacking. So we're just passionate about that, about, national parks and seeing the great outdoors and um so we just love seeing god's glory outside and you should definitely yep. join us Woo-hoo! <laughs> so, fun. We do a group so that's kind of something a little more lighthearted to end on we love since i used to hate backpacking and camp- not hate it but i was like backpacking what yeah <laughs> and my husband convinced me and now i love it well, I backpacked all through Nepal and the Himalayas, and I know. Did I tell you that ever? <laughs> There's a little snippet of my life. <laughs> I know. I led a missions trip there, like, oh, my gosh, 2011. I know. I mean, also, if anyone out there lives in Charlotte, maybe we should just, like, start a group and go hang out once a week. Okay, once a week might be too much. Let's be honest. I can't do that, but maybe like once a month. <laughs> Thank you for having me in your podcast. I'm under, you know, my my story and, and I'm really grateful for this opportunity. So thank you and 
keep keep doing this this is awesome yay thank you i'm so glad you could join us and thank you guys for listening for another episode and we will see you next time bye well, that's a wrap for our fifth episode. Thank you for joining. And don't forget to find me on Facebook, Instagram, rate, subscribe, do all the things. And I would just appreciate it so very much. And also, sorry about the volume on this one. I don't know what's going on, but have a great week, guys.